0: Hello, it is Tuesday, January 19th. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. Two topics today that I'm going to try and concentrate on. One is Conor McGregor. The second is Dana White. If I have time, I will get to the Dana White but most of the focus will be on Conor McGregor at the start here. So let's get into it. Earlier today, I had a big, my big question for UFC 257 was going to be if Conor McGregor's outside the octagon lifestyle had caught up with him. And we don't know because the, the fight with um, Cerrone didn't last nearly long enough to get a good read on you know Matt McGregor's fighting style in, in a in a longer fight where he's tested, where he's and not just physically tested, but mentally tested, and that wasn't a a good example of that. He dominated that fight from the get go and finished it quickly and easily. I don't think that's going to be the case with Dustin Poirier. The Dustin Poirier we see today is a far different fighter than the one we saw in the first fight with McGregor. He's better technically. I think he's going to be better emotionally and mentally. And he's just a better all-around fighter. I think he's going to be more prepared in every way for this. I don't think he's going to fall into the traps that McGregor set for him psychologically before and during that first fight. So if that fails to work, I think that's when we often see mcgregor have problems nate diaz you're not going to psychologically dominate nate diaz he he's not someone that plays games like mcgregor plays mcgregor's trash talk is just empty trash talk just designed to get under your skin and someone like a a nate diaz or a nick diaz that's just not going to work you're not going to you're not going to intimidate them by by trash talking Habib Nurmagomedov again not someone you're gonna intimidate or break by trash talking it's just not gonna work those those people are just not made that way (laughs) they don't listen they don't care their job is to go in there and fight and the outside noise is outside noise Now, Poirier, he did buy into it the first time. I think he learned a lesson, and I don't think he'll buy into it this time. I think his confidence is way higher. He's fought um, the top of the the division, and he's better prepared. So now the question becomes, has McGregor's outside-the-cage lifestyle caught up to him, like I said? And I don't know. I mean, he's playing the part right now. He's physically, he he's just, he's thicker, he's more muscular. He physically looks like he's ready to fight. He is playing the part with the trash talk and hyping up things. Maybe not to the extent of his previous bouts, but he's doing the whole Conor McGregor shtick. Okay, well that's what we expect. His camp is bragging about best camp of his life. Best physical condition of his life. Again, what we expect, he passes the eye test. Sure, he does, and he he passes the uh, the PR test, no doubt. But all that's emptiness. It's nothing. It doesn't matter. What matters is what happens in the cage. And so we know that his lifestyle over the past few years has not been one. Let's say that compares to a lifestyle of Dustin Poirier. Poye is a guy who's there for the fight. He's there to train, make his money as a fighter, leave a legacy as a fighter, and as a as someone who who is donating his time and money and efforts to charity. He's just focused on that small area. McGregor. He's not. He, he has not been that way for quite some time. Um, and we know all the things that are going on. We've seen videos and, and pictures, and McGregor is living the lifestyle that he thinks a, a rock star should live. And as we know, that lifestyle can catch up with you at some point, it catches up with, uh, especially if you're an athlete. If you're not taking care of your body, if you're not taking care of your mind, and you're an athlete, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And a fight camp, a training camp, 12 weeks, that's not going to fix that. So that's my big concern. My concern got even bigger this afternoon when the New York Times reported that he was getting sued by two uh, women in civil suit and you can read the details of that and I don't want to discuss them because it's just the description of the uh, the New York Times has the report at least some interesting par- interesting probably a wrong word some parts of the report from the from the lawsuit that pretty much tell you what happened at least what was reported from the uh, the two women that are suing McGregor in the civil suit, and uh, it's it's pretty ugly. Um, if you want to read it, again, New York Times. The headline is: After a criminal case ends without charges, Conor McGregor is sued in Ireland. Now, the part of this that interests me is that this is what the woman is women are asking for. Um, so here's the. Three paragraphs that I'm gonna focus on. A month later, the woman went to police and reported that she had been raped. The lawsuit said she had not been able to work since May 2019 and describes a host of psychological and emotional problems because of the alleged attack. The suit seeks a sum of one million four hundred and seventy five thousand one hundred and ten to one thousand seven hundred five euros or about $1.79 million to $2.13 million. The amount would cover the woman's loss of current and future earnings, the sale of her home in a suburb of Dublin, and the purchase of a house elsewhere to, quote, escape the reminders of the ordeal, unquote, as well as various medical expenses. And if you read the report, the injuries she Sustained in the reported attack are listed, and that's part of what the New York Times story covered. I'm going to pause on reading the, the the final paragraph that I'm interested in here to go over this. Now, of course, there will be those who first don't believe the don't believe the woman, which that's whatever. Um, and there will be people who say that the court case sorry again the court the court case was he will, never went it, the original case never went to court which again fine whatever but from what i understand of the irish court system sexual assault cases assault cases are not often prosecuted to the fullest and a lot of times even in america we see cases where a da thinks that It won't be a win. They won't prosecute to the fullest. So I'm not saying that's what happened here, but whatever happened happened and it didn't go to the courts. Now, civil cases are different. And that's, if you remember, OJ Simpson famously found not guilty, but he was found guilty in the civil case. And that is where the the monetary damages can come from. So... That's part of it. But what I want to discuss right now is the folks that are saying this is a money grab or extortion or she's just looking for a payoff. If I'm looking for a money grab or extortion, I'm not detailing the monetary award I'm looking for to this extent. I'm also looking for a monetary award that is well over what these amounts are. This is representative of probably a uh, a younger woman who is just looking for the, for the amount in this case to cover what is actually mentioned here. That's not extortion. That's just looking for the amount to cover what is mentioned in your lawsuit. $2.3, $2.13 million at the top of the amount that's being requested is not an extortionary amount. It's just not. It's not a money grab. Um, if you consider that a lawyer, I, I don't know how the Irish courts work, but in America, a lawyer would be getting a good chunk of that money before the uh, complaint saw any of it. So I don't see this, well, I don't see it as because it is not a money grab or an extortionary amount of money. It just is not. If you think that, you don't know anything about uh, how much gets mentioned in these kind of suits. Um, I think the it's just not that high. And I don't know if there's limits in Ireland or anything like that, but I do know if you look at this from as an American, it's not an incredible amount of money. And I should also point out that McGregor is going to fight this, it seems, because the amount here, if it was an extortion or a money grab, he would have paid that off because we just saw him buy a million dollar watch an ugly and useless million dollar watch, but a million dollar watch nonetheless. And now this comes down to what I wanted to discuss about the is A court case is going to be um, a much higher bar to get over than a civil case. So here is what the New York Times story says about that. If this case reaches trial, it will be held before a jury. In Ireland, the standard of proof in civil cases is a balance of probabilities, meaning whether something is more likely than not to have occurred, whereas in a criminal case, the offense must be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. So same kind of deal as in America. You have to be found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt before you will be sentenced, which is makes sense. So uh, the prosecutors in the original filing didn't see a criminal case could be this is most likely what happened they saw the case they considered what they had and they figured we can't get this we can't guarantee a a guilty verdict and so it won't be prosecuted now the civil case is different all that the the lawyers for the women have to do here is find is prove to the jury that it was more likely than not to have occurred and reading the report and seeing seeing what was listed here I don't know how that will turn out because I'm not on the jury and I'm sure there's a lot of things that are going to come up that are going to try and sway that jury either way but Does she have a case? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's why this is going forward, I think. So I don't understand the whole thing from McGregor's point of view. Um, He could have avoided all of this, I think, assuming, if he would have just paid this amount. But I might be wrong. But uh, so this is now a bad hit, PR hit for McGregor. Um, and we'll see how it plays out. And this is why I wanted to discuss this. Now, if his mental state was fragile because of his life outside of the, uh, of the, of the fights, well, now this isn't going to help that. So now there's an extra, an extra worry in his mind. And I don't know how that's going to affect him. And that's, that's something that people who are interested in this fight in, in a betting kind of way are going to have to think about. I know everybody's saying that he's, you know, dialed in, but who knows? Who knows? Um, the whole thing is just ugly, and we'll see how it plays out. But at the very least, it should be worrying for Conor McGregor because if this does go to to in front of a jury and he is found guilty and has to pay these fines off. I think the damage done to his reputation and to his future earnings will be pretty significant. Will the UFC do anything about it? I don't know. I don't know. There's a chance that they would say that the initial case, the criminal case, didn't go to court, and they're going to let it slide because civil cases are more of a he said she said and that might get mcgregor off the hook um, in that respect but we'll see we'll see but it's going to be interesting to see how this works out um, uh, into the the big question about conor mcgregor's lifestyle affecting his fighting style so a lot to think about there now Another thing I want to talk about here about this case is Dana White. Dana White has famously been a victim blamer, victim shamer throughout his tenure as the president of the UFC. Whenever an incident has occurred where it was a domestic incident or a man and a woman incident, he has always, almost always, tried to victim blame or victim shame. In the John Jones case where he grabbed the waitress at the strip bar, this is the one that comes to mind because I think it was the, the most recent. White said that he saw the video and he didn't think it looked good for the woman that was involved. Said something like it was just more sad than anything for her that she was reporting uh, the incident and the way it was. But then... Jones settled that out of court, and White never mentioned it again. He did not have a comment after it was settled out of court. Um, I forget what else was involved. Of course, there's the Greg Hardy shit um, and some other things in the past where he's... Oh, uh, the uh, Anthony Johnsons, he also victim blamed and victim shamed, and there have been others. And even when they've turned out to be against the fighter, he has not commented afterwards it's just his kind of way of saying hey i don't believe this you shouldn't believe it either why would my guy do this and all that other bullshit do i expect that to happen in this case 100 percent. i will not be shocked in the least if white doesn't try and even subtly victim blame victim shame and it's all about the language that's used all about the language and the last one I remember, again, I forget who it was, but it was pretty subtle how he tried to, to blame the victim. But he did, and he will do again here. I'm 99.9% sure he can't stop himself from doing it. Uh, which, you know, Dana White's going to Dana White. Right? So we'll see how that works out and if see how this gets settled and see how the UFC reacts to what is being reported here. And it's not just a Conor McGregor issue at this point. Now it's a UFC issue. So we'll see how that goes. Another thing about the 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 issue is there will be press conferences up and around UFC 257. Because, of course, there will be. It's Conor McGregor. I'm going to be very interested in seeing if the media asks any questions on this? Um, the excuse of you can't ask it at a pre-fight press conference—that excuse does not exist because even if fans are going to be there, there is a very limited number of fans. Hold on a sec. Excuse me. <clears throat> and so it is. It even at a even at a scrum at a giant press conference, it is acceptable to ask these questions. It is. From the media. The UFC will say it's not, but they're wrong. They don't want them asked, which I understand. I wouldn't want questions like this asked either, but that's not their call. That's the call of the media. Uh, So I'm interested to know if the UFC is going to try and discourage these questions, which we know they have done in the past, and tell the media to stick to the fight, which we know they have done in the past. And we I don't want I don't think that should happen now we also know the media that is in Abu Dhabi for this is a compliant media the this is a media who is not very hard on Dana White um, for various reasons one big reason is they want to stay friendly with the UFC again that's not the media's job the media is not there to be friendly not there to do the PR work of the U of the UFC, but that's what White thinks. So now there's two things that the, the media has to ask about all of this. Well, not all of this, but this and another thing. The first thing was missed on last week when they didn't ask about why the video was scrubbed of White, that White did blaming the media for trying to get his fight cards... Um, canceled and and hurting his business, which never happened, but in his mind it did. That video is nowhere to be found anymore, and no one in the media asked why that video was scrubbed, Uh, even though it maligned some of them, their colleagues, their profession. They just let it slide. That is something that needs to be asked over these next two fights, fight cards. If it's not, it's a failure of the MMA media. If the questions of Conor McGregor and this lawsuit are not asked, again, a failure of the MMA media. It's a legitimate question. It's news. It's in the New York Times. It's news. It's not some little dinky jaywalking charge here. It's a legitimate question. It needs to be asked. If it's not asked, it just shows again that the media that works with and literally with the UFC on the, at, at these events is a compliant media and um, they should not be considered journalists if they don't ask these journalistic questions. They're just media and maybe even more PR at that point. And we know that folks that would ask these questions when they do ask these questions of the UFC, they don't get answers. They don't get invited to the events if they want to go and they get blackballed. It's a fact. Happened to me. Happen to other folks. Um, if you don't play friendly, you're on the outside looking in. And it doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that the that that brushback keeps everybody else, quote unquote, in line. And so it's an ugly part of the UFC's way to deal with the media. So that question needs to be asked. First question that needs to be asked is about why was the media hit piece scrubbed second question needs to be asked of mcgregor what do you think of these charges does it bother you something to that effect and then dana white what do you think of it and what what kind of outcome would make you you know how would you how are you going to handle this if it's if the outcome is against conor mcgregor because don't kid yourself the ufc is going to have a plan It's going to have a plan way before this even goes to a jury trial. If it goes to a jury trial. And I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, PR releases are already written up. It's going to be a discussion. It has been a discussion. Don't, Don't think it hasn't. So it's up to the media to ask these questions. And even if you get a no comment or we can't talk about it. At least ask the question. You have to. If you don't. It's a failure. If you use an excuse, well, they wouldn't com- they I didn't ask it because they weren't gonna comment. That's a cop out. Questions need to be asked and the reality is they should be answered and I would just keep bothering the UFC on this until they do answer. That's just how you do your that's just what you would do. And I know a lot of people are gonna say that's why you're blackballed. Maybe. But too bad. That's what you do. That's the job. UFC doesn't like it. Too fucking bad. Fans don't like it. Too bad. Fighters don't like it. Too bad. We have our job. They have theirs. Kind of work together. And uh, sometimes uh, hard questions and ugly questions need to be asked. This is one of those times. And with that, I'm going to close it out. And I will be back tomorrow.